Warning, today's story contains graphic descriptions of crime scenes, adult dialogue, and strong language. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Radium Girls. I'm Valerie. And I'm Sarah. And today we have a super sad episode. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I'm just here to read it, and I'm not prepared mentally. Yeah, so be ready. Yeah. Warning. And um, before we start that, I wanted to say that this month is April, and mm-hmm. it is National Child Abuse Prevention Month, and it is an annual observance in the United States dedicated to raising awareness and preventing child abuse. April has been designated Child Abuse Prevention Month in the United States since 1983. So a fact about child abuse, at least one in seven children have experienced child abuse or neglect in the past year in the United States. This is likely an underestimate because many cases are unreported. In 2020, 1,750 children died of abuse and neglect in the United States. That's sad. Yeah, this happens a lot. And I know, yeah, I guess 2020 was COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when it got worse and shit. Yeah, it's horrible. So yeah, we got we got a sad story. Yeah, so brace yourselves. Mm-hmm. So who was Brianna Lopez? Brianna Lopez, now remembered as Baby Brianna, was a five-month-old baby who died due to domestic abuse, constant mistreatment, and sexual abuse by her father, mother, and also her uncle. You said it was gonna be sad, but damn, it's brutal. Coming in strong here. Yeah. Ironically, baby Brianna was born on February 14th, 2002 in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Being born on Valentine's Day may have seemed like the premise of an entire life of love from her family and loved ones, but the short story of this beautiful baby ended in a horrific death. Baby Brianna was born into a Latino family that had been living in the United States for several years. After leaving the hospital, Brianna arrived at the mobile home where five adults lived, Brianna's parents, her uncle Andy Lopez, her grandmother Patricia Walters, and her other uncle Robert Walters. Considering the type of housing and the number of people residing in it, it did not initially seem like an ideal environment to raise such a young baby, yet that was the home that awaited her. Investigations following her death indicated that 19-year-old Stephanie Lopez, 21-year-old Andy Walters, and 19-year-old Stephen Lopez, Brianna's parents and uncle, beat, battered, and sexually abused the child for months. I, I, I don't understand. She's a baby. She's an infant. Literal baby just came out the womb. Like, why? I don't understand. This, I don't understand. On the night of July 18, 2002, one day before her reported death and under the influence of alcohol by these three people, the physical abuse was worse than ever, to the point that her mother the next day had to report to 911 that baby Brianna was having trouble breathing. Oh, it's horrible. On July 19th, she was taken to the hospital where doctors reported to the police one of the most shocking cases of intentional child abuse. The death of baby Brianna sensitized thousands of people around the world due to the brutality with which she was physically and sexually abused at only five months old. 
It became the premium story of all the media in New Mexico and throughout the United States due to the shock it provoked in the public opinion. Until now, this crime is a disturbing story that marked the hearts of many people who sympathized the pain that the baby must have suffered and her fateful end. Yeah, so that's just like a preview, <laughs> a little breakdown. Damn. And so we're about to get deep. And this is like one of the stories that that it sticks with you. <laughs> I Like a part of me feels like I heard about this, but I, have. I was so young in 2002 that mm-hmm. like I don't recall. I don't even remember how old I was in 2002, but I know I was young. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I heard it. Like, at least in my 20s is when I probably first heard it. But, I mean, it stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, this one will def- definitely stick with me. I, I already know. <laughs> so, the birth of a baby is always a cause for joy. However, this was not the case for Brianna. From the moment she left the hospital after her birth, she received no love or sympathy from her family. Stephanie Lopez and Andy Walters, parents of the child, were a very young couple at the time, so the arrival of the child was not the most expected. Their financial situation was not ideal either, considering that they were five adults living in a mobile home. The child was born completely healthy despite her mother's constant alcohol consumption. Mm. Even with this behavior, she had a normal pregnancy and delivery. So baby Brianna was born in excellent condition and left the hospital in perfect health. Mm. So she's already starting off bad. Mm -hmm. Investigations and testimonies after her death indicated that the baby lived 153 days in a hostile environment of constant mistreatment by her parents and uncle. It's horrible. It is. It's a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. The child's crying made her relatives desperate, so they used to put clothes in her mouth so as to not hear her cry. Oh, my God. It was later proven that although the level of abuse was fatal one day before her death, the girl had been beaten and mistreated by her relatives for days. Probably just all the days. Yeah, every day, I imagine. The entire horror story was occurring inside the family's mobile home where all the members witnessed the level of domestic violence that baby was being subjected to. And didn't do anything. Nope. They're all guilty. Yes. All of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how you, like multiple people can be okay with that. Right. But that's crazy. Yeah. What's wrong with that family? It's crazy. On July 18th, While Stephanie had left for work, her father and uncle were left in charge of her, but after a few beers, the abuse and mistreatment got out of control. Actions such as hitting her, biting her, throwing and dropping her, and even sexually abusing her were just some of the aggressions described by them, which brought the child to the verge of death at that moment. Not even her tiny sighs or her cries of desperation and pain stopped them. This is horrible. Mm -hmm. This is so sad. Stephanie, the child's mother, arrived home from work that night and noticed the injuries, bruises, and marks on the baby, but ignored the situation and went to sleep. So, she's a bad mother. On July 19, 2002, the next day, Stephanie had reported the baby's critical condition to the authorities, who transported her to the hospital and later reported her death. Andy Walters and Stephen Lopez left for work early on July 18, 2002, and later that day, left work at 6 p.m. to go to a bar and have a few beers. 
Let me find out where this bitch is. <sighs> Just wait. This is horrible. Oh, no. Once they left the bar in a drunken state, they returned to the mobile home where they lived. By this time, it was Stephanie's turn for her shift at work, so it was up to them to take care of Brianna. Stephanie joined her partner and brother that night to continue drinking beers, who said he only had one to two beers before going to bed. Lies. Hmm. Andy and Stephen remained in the living room and continued drinking after Stephanie went to bed. While they were drinking their beers, it occurred to them that it would be a great idea to play with Brianna for a while. So they started throwing her in the air and letting her hit the ceiling, only to watch her fall to the ground. That's so terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not known exactly how many times this happened, but it was more than two times, according to their later statements. Can you imagine that? Mm-mm. I cannot. Holding the baby. Chunking her up. And letting her fall. I just... Mm-mm. How? Mm-hmm. Not even half a year old yet. Like, this is just, that's horrible. I don't understand how a human being can be that discompassionate. Right? Like, and that's like part of you. That's your family. Yeah. What the fuck? That's terrible. Like, they're, they've got some shit wrong in their brain. Yes. Like, something's not right. Oh my God. With any of them, any of the five people living right? there. Ugh. <sighs> Despite the baby's horrified cries, Stephanie claimed to not have heard anything, nor did the rest of the people who lived there, because they were drunk. Mm-hmm. One or two beers, my ass. However, Stephanie's own family members testified that she had long ignored the baby's signs of abuse and even pinched and bit Brianna herself to vent her frustration when she cried and would not let her sleep. Because that helps. Right. <laughs> The night of July 18th, the beatings were constant, and the baby was even sexually abused by both men. The girl's father admitted that they tried several times to calm her down so that the screaming would stop and not wake the rest of the family who were sleeping. On July 19th, at 3 in the morning, Walter says he woke up to find Brianna on the floor near the bed. He said he wrapped her in a blanket and put her in a bouncer. By 7 a.m., Brianna needed a diaper change. Stephanie asked about the bruises on Brianna, and according to court documents, Walters admitted that he and Stephen played a little rough with her. She didn't ask any more questions, simply ignored Brianna's injuries and bumps, and went back to sleep. That poor baby. I know. Walters changed the diaper and took a baby wipe, wrapped it around his index finger, and inserted it into... Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. He wrapped it around his index finger and inserted it into her anus up to his second knuckle. He said when he pulled his finger out, there was a little blood on it. Later that morning, Stephanie awoke to find that Brianna was not breathing and was in critical condition. She called 911, reporting that her daughter was not doing well and had fallen out of a chair. Immediately, the medical team arrived on the scene, gave her first aid, and she was immediately transported to the hospital. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. God, this is making me sick. Yeah. Once she was received at the hospital at approximately 11 a.m., the doctors noticed that the baby had been subjected to horrific actions. They tried to save her. However, baby Brianna could not survive the amount of bumps, bruises, and fractures. Baby Brianna was pronounced dead hours after arriving at the hospital. That's so terrible. Hmm. 
Brianna's case shocked the entire hospital staff, especially the doctors in charge of her care once she arrived. It was obvious that this was an outrageous and horrific case of child abuse. The autopsy revealed that baby Brianna endured more physical beatings than any human should have to experience in their lifetime, and she was only five months. It was announced and ruled that baby Brianna died from cranial cerebral injuries. She had visible bruising and scabbing on her forehead and head. Along with the scabbing and bruising, baby Brianna also had two skull fractures that were several days old. Baby Brianna also had signs of human bite marks, not just a few human bite marks, multiple, as in 15, all over her body. She had two rib fractures that were two weeks old. She had been violently shaken at least twice in her lifetime due to her optical nerves being filled with old and new blood. She probably couldn't see. Yeah. Like that poor baby. For real. She suffered bucket handle fractures caused by her legs and arms being violently forced, yanked, or pulled in different directions and out of the socket. Along with these fractures and head injuries, baby Brianna also had injuries consistent with sexual assault. Baby Brianna had a significant abrasion on her buttocks, which went all the way into the buttocks, which was consistent with sexual assault. Oh my god. How? Like how? That's terrible. Immediately after Brianna was pronounced dead, a nurse observed that her anus gaped open with no muscle tone. That is so sad. It is terrible. At autopsy, the anal opening was dilated to a full inch. Internal examination showed an injury and a half inch to an inch inside the anal opening and vaginal injuries inside the labia minora, including three small injuries to the hymen. My God. So, yeah, they messed her up. Freaking five-month-old. Really? That's your relative. That's just, oh my God. Oh just my God. terrible. After these findings of her autopsy, baby Brianna's death was ruled a homicide. Once the baby's death and condition were reported to the authorities, the police immediately took it upon themselves to run up the child's parents and uncle. All three were subjected to extensive questioning to find out what had happened and how Brianna had arrived in that condition. The police found traces of Brianna's blood in both men's underwear. Oh my god. Both. The father and the uncle. That's disgusting. It's, yeah. We warned y'all. This is terrible. Right? Like, why? Officers who saw Brianna knew they had a lot of work ahead. Police searched the place where they lived. There was not a single photo of the girl with her family, any toys, or evidence that the little baby girl had been happy there. Or was, like, even living there. Dang. Right. Oh, man. That's just... I don't even know. Yeah. I just can't. You deserve the chair or something. Yeah. Hanging chair something. No, worse than that. They you they do? deserve to be raped and Yeah, but I mean I don't think you can legally like, do that. <laughs> I mean like in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Like they deserve to yeah. be in prison amongst the worst inmates that will fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Like that's Leave what they deserve. Gaping hole. Yeah, that's I uh, just can't. That's oh. That's a baby. They're like this big. How big are you? Five months. <laughs> <laughs> About that big. About I mean, that big? 
Dang. Maybe a little bit bigger, but still. I mean, it depends. She probably wasn't very big at all. She was yeah. probably malnourished. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Maddox was a small five-year-old. Like, I could five probably... Five-month-old or five-year-old? <laughs> He's not... He was not... Definitely not a small five-year-old. <laughs> no. Like, the, the kid is not... <laughs> no. The kid is not small. <laughs> no. Small five-month-old. He was... Um, he didn't start putting on weight until he was about six months old. So, it, it really just depends on the, the baby, but for her... She was probably definitely malnourished and, and just... That's, oh, God, that's just yeah. insane. Disgusting. Just yeah. absolutely disgusting. Like, how does that even go through your head? Mm. And how are y'all all okay with that? Right. And how did y'all not think y'all going to get caught? <laughs> what? I don't understand how people, like, don't think they're going to get caught. For real. Okay, if Can I they even hold her. their head up at that age? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he could. Well, this baby probably couldn't. I just could never imagine. I don't know. Never. That's... I don't even know. <laughs> it's horrible. No words. Mm-mm. Interviews with the other family members, the child's grandmother and her other uncle, evidence that they were aware of everything that was going on and were aware of the marks on baby Brianna's body, but said and did nothing. How? Right. Like... Mm-mm. How could you be okay with that? Are you kidding me? My mom. And- How can you just turn your head and, yeah. you know, have a blind eye to this? It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. And y'all are in a mobile home. I know y'all heard everything. Everything. <clears throat> everything. They had to be druggies or something, like, with alongside them. Like, I just do not Probably. believe that they're normal. Mm-mm. I'm yep. deaf or something. I'm, oh, deaf. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they were deaf. But. <laughs> Both the baby's parents and her paternal uncle were questioned. The father and uncle admitted to abusing her, throwing her in the air and dropping her, as well as sexually penetrating her. That's disgusting. It is. In fact, one of the blood stains on the child's body matched the one on her uncle's pants on the day of the interviews. Wow. Although Stephanie wanted to absolve herself of responsibility by claiming that she did not know anything, the rest of the family who lived there blamed her for knowing what was going on and for pinching and hitting her on multiple occasions. Yeah, you ain't getting out of this. Yeah, hell no. Mm -mm. All three were arrested, as well as Andy's mother and older brother. Good. I'm glad that they were arrested also. Mm -hmm. They didn't do nothing. The trial was held in Albuquerque, a few hours away from Las Cruces. The change of district was due to the commotion in the region because of what had happened and to protect the integrity of those involved. Mm-mm. Medical and forensic experts gave testimony during the trial, indicating that among all the injuries that were found on Brianna's body, they included bite marks, blows to the head and face. In addition, they found rib and skull fractures and damage to the genital organs. District Attorney Susanna Martinez, who prosecuted the family, went to great lengths to prove the baby's injuries and bruises, alleging that it was brutal and they should spend the rest of their days in prison. Mm -hmm. I agree. During the trial, photos, videos, and as much evidence as possible were shown so that both the jury and the judge could witness the conditions in which baby Brianna arrived at the hospital on July 19th, 2002. (laughs) July. July. 
Did I say it like that? You said July. July. It did feel weird. I liked it, though. So leave it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) The prosecution was able to show that Brianna's critical condition was not the result of one night, but of months of mistreatment and child abuse by her parents and uncle with complete indifference from the rest of the family, even though they knew what was happening. Andrew admitted to biting his five-month-old daughter and was able to identify the bite marks that he made. Why are you biting her? For real. Oh, I just cannot. What the just can't. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The trial was the most important topic of all the media in New Mexico and the most important in the United States due to the level of cruelty caused to a five-month-year-old girl never seen before in that country. <laughs> what? what I do? Five-month-year-old. That's not it. I fucked you up with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said five-month-year-old. You did. That don't even make sense. <laughs> oh, God. That was grand. Oops. <laughs> Absolutely grand. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I really hope that you did say that, and I'm not just hearing shit. I'm pretty sure you did. I probably did. <laughs> five-month-year-old. Five-month-year-old. <laughs> you said it just so naturally and casually. Just five-month-year-old. <laughs> it makes sense my head. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Due to the level of cruelty caused to a five-month-old girl never seen before in the country. In September 2003, Brianna's parents and uncle were convicted at a trial of their responsibility for negligent child abuse resulting in death. Stephen received a 57-year-old prison sentence for intentional child abuse, conspiracy, and first-degree child molestation. That's it. How old is he? Like 20? I think he is 20-something. Two, five. So he'll be 70-something? No, they were like 19 and 20. 20, 25, 60. I thought it said, I thought 19 and 20. I don't remember which one was 19. The girl? I think the I thought that she was. The mom was Stephanie. Stephanie, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right there. Stephen. Oh, so Stephen's 19, too? Oh, so Andy, the dad, was 21. Stephanie, the mom, is 19. Are and they then. Twins? Maybe. I don't say anything. Hmm. It does not well, say anything. Maybe that's that. why they're weird. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, 57 is. You need life. <laughs> Life without parole. You need death chair. They need the death penalty. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I'm kind of mad about that. Does like, New Mexico have death penalty? I don't care. <laughs> Honestly. I just they should have came over to Texas and did a day. For real. Because <laughs> that means uh, he was 21, probably 22 by this point. Yeah. And they usually count their year from them being arrested so 21 plus 57 is what 78 years it'll be 78 when he gets out fuck no or he needs to be dead when he gets out for real oh hell no Mm-mm. 
So he got 57, the brother. Andy Walters, the baby's father, was sentenced on the same charges to 63 years in prison. Okay, I flipped it. So Stephen was 19, so he would be 76. And Andy would be 84. Okay. Still. Not still not enough. No. He's still able to walk around at 80 something. Yeah. Nah. In Stephanie's case, she received a 27-year prison sentence for permitting the abuse and for the child abuse. Hell no. Hell no. So she she was 19. So that'd be 46. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> that Fuck is no. not enough. Fuck no. Fuck no. That is not. And they need to take out her organs to reproduce. <laughs> she don't need it anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. 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 I like, I'll sign a petition. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yes. Although the exact charges were not known, Patricia Walters and Andy Walters, the baby's grandmother and uncle, were also found guilty with a five-month sentence. Five months? Five months. For knowing what was going on. See something, say something. That's crazy. They sentenced them for the amount of time that the baby was alive. That's like what they did, basically. That's not mm-hmm. enough. Like, they should yeah. have sentenced them. Honestly, they should have sentenced them <laughs> to the amount of years that that baby would have possibly lived. So, like, 80s, 90s. So, they should have gotten that. And then the others should have gotten multiple life sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the death penalty. Like, I don't care if you didn't do nothing. You lived there and you, you didn't still do saw anything. It. Yeah. That's the thing. You literally didn't, didn't do anything. Do anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't care if you didn't touch that baby. You didn't do anything to help that baby. I just cannot. Cannot. That's crazy. Mm hmm. So after all that, Stephanie Lopez, 33, was released Wednesday, September 22nd, 2016, from the New Mexico Women's Correctional Facility on good behavior after serving 13 years. I... I don't care what kind of good behavior... Right? She had. Like, she should not have been released. No, I feel like if there's, like, a death involved, there should never be, like, a release for good behavior. I agree. Unless it's, like, an accidental, like... I mean, accidental, I can see that, but, like, intentional or like yes neglecting your child that resulted in death right yeah you should not be released on good behavior we got people with like weed charges that can get released that's fine i don't care right not no murderer whether you did it or not mm-hmm. that's crazy that is insane 13 just... years so she's she's out there living her best life Citizens of the community paid for Brianna's casket, burial, and funeral. They also claimed her body as nobody else would, which is even more sad. It is terrible. I mean, not that they could, but they probably wouldn't anyway. Yeah. Her grave became a memorial site and was decorated with dozens of toys and flowers. In a disgusting end to a tragic case... 
Brianna's family didn't approve of the compassion by the community and placed a cage around little Brianna's grave so that nobody could show how loved she was even after death. That's fucked up. And right there should show you that the family deserved to be there longer. Right. Because what other family members did she have? Obviously, nobody wanted to claim the baby. Mm -hmm. And if there were any other family members, they were obviously nowhere to be found or in on it because they put the fucking bars there. So it's just terrible. That's so terrible. Like, why? Why would you cage her in like this? It's horrible. That makes no sense. No photograph of Brianna Lopez alive exists. No photograph of her alive. Isn't that crazy? That's terrible. Five month old and you had no pictures of your baby. It's sad. That is insane. So sad. There is only one photograph of Brianna in existence. It is taken on the mortuary slab after she had been murdered. Mm. The photograph was photoshopped to remove all of her injuries and bruises, and the photograph is kept on the desk of the lead investigator on the case as a commemoration to Brianna and what she could have been. Mm. Brianna Lopez inspired the Baby Brianna Bill, which instituted a mandatory 30-year sentence for convicts of child abuse resulting in death. The sentence only applies in cases where the child is younger than 13 years old. Susanna Martinez told Las Cruces Sun News, The law should encompass children below 18 years old. I'm fighting for it again to include all children, Susanna said. Children are anyone under 18, not just children under the age of 13. I agree. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Yep. And, um... Some pictures we're going to insert, and you can see everything. You can see her injuries. You can see the cage that they put around her. This is her. the cage? Yeah. Dang. It's the cage you put around her grave. Oh, she was so cute. Yes. And also down below, I'm going to put down the child abuse hotline and website you can go to. If you know anyone, see something, say something. If it's happening to you, you can just go to the websites. Or you can contact your local law enforcement. That's terrible. It is. Yeah, it's a very, very brutal case of baby Brianna. Have you heard it before? No, I don't think I have, actually. I don't... I don't. It's very dark. It's not really something you really want to go searching for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I heard it on a podcast and I was like, wow. That, that one is will stick with you. Don't mess with children. No. Uh, babies. She can't even do nothing. She literally can't do nothing. Mm-mm. That's crazy. I also saw something. They they barely mentioned it anywhere. But I saw, I think, was there two brothers? Yeah. I think the oldest brother had kids and the kids would go and like bite her too. That's terrible. I know. Like the whole family. Now you're messing up your kids. Oh, my God. And now the kid probably don't have no parents either. So everybody's right. just messed up. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they only got five months. But still. You probably can't have your kids anyway after that. Yeah. Probably got them taken. So, yeah, your actions are crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't know why you did that. But you regret can't. it. I just can't. This, this is just terrible. That, that I just 
I can't wrap my head around why someone would do that. <laughs> I know it's it's really you just can't fat. I just yeah. oh, I don't know. I'm I'm like at a loss for words because it's just so horrible. It's so dark. It's so mm. disgusting. Yes. I don't know. That's just a, it's just. I I'll never understand, and hopefully you get what's coming to you. For real, definitely, definitely. They're yeah, yeah. The afterlife will not treat them well. Hopefully, not this life either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just want to know where is she. Where is she now? Like, surely she's not on Facebook. She's probably in a protective program or something. <laughs> I don't know. She probably oh, changed her name. I hope they didn't. I don't know, man. That's crazy. She was born on Valentine's Day. That's so sad. Yeah. She probably changed her name. Can you change your name? You get in trouble? I don't know. Hmm. There should be a law against that at first. Right. (laughs) There's a lot. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think I did just see something about the cage is off now. Oh, that'd be good. She's dead? That'd be good. Oh. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, you said already dead. No. (laughs) I don't know where I saw that at, though. So I don't know if it's true or not. But it's been long enough. I think you should take the cage off. Yeah. Well, that was the tragic story of Brianna Lopez. um, Yeah, baby Brianna Lopez and... Yeah, like Valerie said, if you see something, say something. We have links down below um, that you can report to. Uh, call 911. Don't, don't, don't just be a bystander. Because mm-hmm, you might get prison too. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but you could save somebody's life. You could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not really sure how to end this one. This one was pretty tough for us. So uh, with that being said, just you know if just i don't want to say if you enjoyed the story because found it fast interesting if if you would like to hear more stories like this to bring awareness of the um tragedies that are out there and what we can do for the for to prevent them or help or help prevent them spread awareness whatever let us know um what you thought by giving our videos a like up wow (laughs) giving our videos a thumbs up um rate us on our podcast um share share this with your friends and family and let them everybody know that the radium girls are out there telling all these stories there you go i mean (laughs) yeah a lot of them are true stories some of them might be conspiracies and some of them might be you know hearsay (laughs) But this one is very much a true story and very tragic. So, yes. Anyways. Yeah. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. And we really appreciate it. As always, stay Stay curious. curious. (laughs) We did it. We did it. Took a